guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So this week I'm excited. We're going to be studying a little bit about Abraham. I am grateful for Abraham. I love Abraham. He is a hero of mine and he's a legend in the Old Testament. So I'm grateful for that and we're going to study about Abraham. So we are going to go right out to Abraham chapter 1 and I want to focus on verse number 1 because it's kind of an interesting verse. So right out the gate it says, In the land of the Chaldeans, or the Chaldeans, depending upon where you're from, at the residence of my fathers, I, Abraham, saw that it was needful for me to obtain another place of residence. Now, this is a great verse. Let me show you a picture that helps you understand why. Now, this is one of the hieroglyphs that was found as uh, the book of Abraham was brought about. I just, this picture, you know, if we if we brought this up here to put it into context, I, Abraham, saw that it was needful for me to obtain another place of residence, right? Why? Well, you go down to verse number five and verse Five, it says, my fathers having turned from their righteousness and from the holy commandments which the Lord their God had given unto them, unto the worshiping of the gods of the heathen, utterly refused to hearken to my voice. Verse 6, their hearts were set to do evil and they were holy. There's that word. They're holy and utterly turned to the God of Elkanah and Libna and Machmacra. He actually talks about these later on in the chapter. You go to verse 7. For they had turned their hearts to the sacrifice of the heathen in offering up their children unto these dumb idols, and hearkened not to my voice, but endeavored to take away my life by the hand of the priest of Elkanah. The priest of Elkanah was also the priest of Pharaoh, verse 8. Now at this time it was the custom of the priest of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, to offer up upon the altar, which was built in the land of the Chaldeans, for the offering unto these strange gods, men, women, and children. Now, there is a story here in Abraham chapter 1, which we don't talk about a lot. And in fact, it is only one verse, but I think it is worthy to talk about. If you go to verse number 11, it says, Now this priest had offered upon this altar three virgins at one time, who were the daughters of Oneida, one of the royal descent directly from the loins of Ham. These virgins were offered up because of their virtue. They would not bow down to worship gods of wood or of stone. Therefore, they were killed upon this altar, and it was done after the manner of the Egyptians. So I came across a quote from Elder Neil A. Maxwell. I've loved Elder Maxwell's quotes always. Look what he said about these three righteous young women. So he compared the virtue of these three young women along with three exceptionally faithful young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He described them as marvelous models on enduring uncertainty and trusting God. Matching those three young men are these three young women whose names we do not have. They are mentioned in the book of Abraham, remarkable young women about whom I am anxious to know more. They were actually sacrificed upon the altar because they would not bow down to worship an idol of wood or stone. Someday the faithful will get to meet them. I think that's such a great statement. One verse right here about these faithful, nameless young women but the faithful will meet them someday. And I think that's awesome. Well, you see the kind of the culture that Abraham is living in. Verse 12, came to pass the priest laid violence on me that they might slay me. Uh, he even says, I will refer you to the representation at the commencement of this record, which is the picture that I showed you. It was made after the form of a bedstead and had among the Chaldeans, amongst all these gods. And again, he talks about that hieroglyph that I showed you in verse number 14. Well, 
Verse 15, I have created a new hieroglyph here. If you're, if you're listening to this, you won't get a chance to see it, but uh, you can go out and see this video and, and check this out. So here you go. What do you think? I, you know, my rudimentary skills in creating hieroglyphs. Uh, it says that in verse 15, as they lifted up their hands upon me that they might offer me up and take away my life. Behold, I lifted up my voice unto the Lord my God and the Lord hearkened and heard. He filled me with the vision of the Almighty and the angel of his presence stood by me and immediately unloosed my bands. And his voice was unto me, Abraham, Abraham, I love this, behold, my name is Jehovah. I have heard thee, I have come down to deliver thee, and to take thee away from thy father's house and from all thy kinsfolk into a strange land which thou knowest not of, which we're going to talk about this week. Verse 18, I will lead thee by my hand, I will take thee, I will put upon thee my name, even the priesthood of thy father, and my power shall be over thee. As it was with Noah, so shall it be with thee. But through thy ministry, my name shall be known in the earth thereof, for I am thy God. And then I've added one little other hieroglyph here that I've created. Here's this one, which is verse 20. Behold, Potiphar's hill was the land of Ur and the Chaldean. The Lord broke down the altar of Elkanah and the gods of the land and utterly destroyed them and smote the priest that he died. And there was great mourning in Chaldea and so forth like that. So, um... <laughs> Again, my rudimentary skills in creating hieroglyphs, you can see why I don't do that for a living. But I do want to go back for a minute and just ask you, what helped Abraham get through this tough situation? So we're going to go all the way back to the very beginning of Abraham chapter 1. And I, I really believe this right here, this is a crucial part of why Abraham became who he became. Now you could do this as a, as a study. You go through verses 2 through 4 and you could go in and highlight everything that Abraham sought, what he sought after. Um, in fact, you start going into verse number two and it says, finding there was greater happiness and peace and rest for me, I sought for the blessings of the fathers and the right whereunto I should be ordained to administer the same, having been myself a follower of righteousness, desiring also to be one who possessed great knowledge and to be a great follower of righteousness and to possess a greater knowledge and to be a father of many nations, a prince of peace, and desiring to receive instructions and to keep the commandments of God, I became a rightful heir, a high priest holding the rights belonging to the fathers. It was conferred upon me from my fathers. It came down from the fathers from the beginning of time, yea, even from the beginning or before the foundation of the earth down to the present time, even the right of the firstborn or the first man who is Adam, the first father through the fathers unto me. We're going to talk more about that tomorrow. Verse 4, I sought for mine appointment unto the priesthood according to the appointment of God unto the fathers concerning the seed. So how is seeking after greater happiness, righteousness, and knowledge going to help us out of tough situations? As you can see, that's what Abraham's desires were. And so his desires started dictating his priorities which you go to a wonderful talk from Dallin H. Oaks. It's referred to in the Come Follow Me for this week. It is simply called Desire. Elder Oaks said, I hope that each of us will search our hearts to determine what we really desire and how we rank our most important desires. Desires dictate our priorities, priorities shape our choices, and choices determine our actions. The desires we act on determine our changing, our achieving, and our becoming, which is a perfect way to describe Abraham. Here he is. He's in a rough situation. What does he do? He has desires to serve. He has desires for the priesthood. He has desires for righteous things. And what happens is those start dictating 
the way he acts in his life. And it also is the way that it helps the Lord respond in our life as well. So I love this chapter. I love what it teaches us about desire. And I love how it sets up the character of Abraham. And we're going to see how that goes throughout this week. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.